Sergei Lavrov likes to travel. And whereas it might appear that this tour of Africa is an example of time travel to a moment before the invasion of Ukraine, it's actually been this week. Yesterday, it was Burundi with an uncompromising message on the war. Since the West insists that there is no other basis for resolving the Ukrainian situation except for the notorious Zelensky peace formula, and at the same time Zelensky's team threatens after liberating, as they put it, the Crimea and the eastern regions of Ukraine to start killing every Russian and destroy everything Russian there, the conclusion is very simple. The West directly supports the genocide. And there was an insight into why many African countries have abstained from condemning Russia's invasion in UN votes and now receive Mr Lavrov. We have taken an abstentionist position, a position of neutrality, a position of non-alignment to prevent this conflict from reaching other regions, more specifically the African continent. We must mitigate the impact of this conflict, of this situation in Ukraine, in particular by taking a neutral position, and this is the position of most African countries on this issue. And in South Africa, it's not just the minister getting a warm welcome. Last month, a Russian frigate docked in South Africa, a prelude to joint naval exercises with Russia and China. For those running the ANC, the long history of standing shoulder to shoulder with Russia in the anti-imperialist struggle outweighs what's happened in the past year. If it was according to the ANC, we will want President Putin to be here even tomorrow. You would? To come to, come, to, come to our country. But, you would uh, welcome Vladimir Putin here of right course now. Would we you? Will welcome, a man who is being investigated for war crimes by the International Criminal Court. We will welcome court. him to come here as part and parcel of BRICS, but we know that we are constrained by the ICC in terms of uh, doing that. Putin is a head of state. Do you think that uh, a head of state can just be arrested anywhere? How many crimes have your country committed in Iraq? Now the question has arisen of inviting Vladimir Putin for a summit of the BRICS emerging economies planned for August, with South Africa saying it could give him diplomatic immunity to attend. What message would that send to the 130-plus other countries that signed the Rome Statute setting up the International Court? The message is that South Africa would have been uh, showing that it prefers its relationship with Mr Putin to its relationship with all the member states of the Rome Statute. But it is important to ensure that this does not become a round two of what we experienced when um, ICC had issues with South Africa in relation to Al-Bashir. It is everyone must try hard to avoid that, to be a redux of that situation. Omar al-Bashir was the Sudanese leader previously indicted by the International Court, leading to an earlier row with South Africa. Whether or not President Putin risks a visit, South Africa already stands accused by America of sending arms to Russia on this ship, seen transiting the Bosphorus earlier this year. The opposition in South Africa suggests the ANC's position is less about being good comrades and more about cash. I happen to think that we have been supplying arms to Russia and I believe that the nexus between the Russian money and the ANC is what lies at the heart of that. 
the South African opposition is now advertising its objections to the government's plans, and Western countries are too. But this summit is already revealing the gulf between many African nations and the West. <laughs>